And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your We are the last Americans. We are the last Americans. We are the last Americans. Yo, yo, yo! Going on, dudes. Happy midweek hump day. Yeah, man. Happy yeah. hump day. It's been or, a just, or just hump day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Beers to all you people Absolutely. watching and listening. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I, forgot. I got Ooh. actually got one right now, right? Ooh. You're going to crack it? There it oh, is. Not bad. Not bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not bad. Well, I mean, uh, Zoom ah! can't hear anything. So ah! I, I don't Ear piercing. I can't fucking ah! handle the cracking noises. Ah! Yep. Time to unsub. Uh, glad to be back, man. It was a it was a fun week for me. And uh, sorry, yeah, I missed you know a bunch of shows. Friday, Monday. I had family here. Bunch of family. We did our uh, like kind of our Thanksgiving ish Christmas, if you yeah. will, with them. And uh, you know, it's we don't get people here all the time, so I, I definitely want to take advantage of them being here. And so, thank you for being patient with that. It was it was nice. It was needed. Now, Greg, yeah, yeah. There's some stuff going on with you and your family. So Monday just didn't work. Dude, out. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about it. Crazy week. Yeah. So. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, everybody. I don't know if uh, you know the audience knows Big Ron. I mean, he's done a couple episodes of yeah. ours a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he had a freaking stroke, bro. Yeah. So Sunday night was like. There was a couple hours there where we had no idea what was going to happen. We were like, okay, so he's in the hospital. Yeah. Uh, he was like slurring his speech. We don't know like what's his current status, what's yeah. going to happen, like what's the outcome going to be. Yeah. But yeah, he's he's totally fine. They looked at like all these different types of scans. There was no damage done. Oh, so like they, yeah. they got him there pretty quick. And he's just like, you know. He was on blood thinners for like six months and then they took him off of those. Mm. So I think his body was just kind of used to the blood thinners and then thickened up in some spots. And then mm. like his family lineage, yeah. the the blood in that family just is not good. Oh, okay. Bad blood. Like, like, yeah, they got some bad blood. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, they all die of like heart disease. You know what I mean? Like there's like heart attacks galore in his family line. So it's like, he already knows that he has like you know, blood issues. Yeah. So he's got to like well, watch that shit. He's a big guy too, man. You know, like yeah. he's always been a big guy. And plus, you know, when he was working out, he was, and this is a lot of your heart's really pumping to get through that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of limb, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? A lot of, a lot of yeah. meat on those limbs, but a lot of, a lot of, yeah, I, I love big Ron, man. I know Chris loves big Ron. And so obviously when you said that, I had reached out to you guys. and was like, Hey man, like we're doing family stuff. Our family invited uh, Chris and everybody out. They wanted to take the kids out and just go have yeah. fun. And so when then you said that at the same time, which, um, yeah, that just, yeah, I always worry about that kind of stuff, man. And you never know, yeah. like when that happens, it's like how much damage was done. Cause you don't know for a while. And yeah, exactly. Scary, right? I've seen, I've seen people have strokes and like, yeah, you told can, me that they can fuck you up. Yeah, dude. Yeah. My grandma had a stroke and she was like bedridden for the rest of her life. Like she yeah. forgot how to talk and all that shit. Yeah. yeah. So it was bad. Didn't he, did he have a stroke before or was it like a heart attack? Like no. Heart so or? he had, he had a triple bypass surgery. Yeah. So he had like open heart surgery yeah. and then, uh, or open chest, whatever the fuck they call it. And then, um, has like the freaking aneurysm thing that's going on. Yeah. He has a brain tumor. He has the freaking pseudo gout all over his body. So yeah. his joints and he's, uh, in line to get a knee replacement. And then so he's thinking like this might put that at risk because it's like, yeah, he went through all the, you know, they can't put him under, you know, 
But they're saying like if he goes a month without experiencing any issues, then he can um, go into surgery. Well, I mean, listen, uh, obviously me and Chris wish him the best. We love that guy and we want to make sure he's healthy and stuff. So we hope that, you know, he can overcome because if he needs knees, you want to make sure you get that stuff, man. You know, it makes just makes the end of your life. He showed me, he showed me an x-ray of his knee and there's literally like a two inch gap uh, where his like bone should be. Oh yeah. Like all the fluid and cartilage is gone inside there. Shave it. It's not cartilage, whatever it is that like. Adds the support yeah. in between the joints. I forget what it is. There's like liquid and stuff in there. I don't yeah, he that. said yeah, like every bad. time he takes a step, he can feel like if he fucks up, mm. he could feel like the bone on bone. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, it's it's pretty gruesome. Yeah. I get that a little bit with my foot, but not not to that point. I oh, because you broke it. Yeah, yeah, man, it sucks. That sucks, dude. It I, does, I, but yeah, wishing the best, for big Ron. Lots yes. of prayers, dude. Yeah, obviously. I, when you told us that, that was the first thing on my mind, because uh, you know he's he's a he's a good dude, man. I hate that, that he people. Is. I hate good people having to go through bullshit. But age, dude. You know what can I say? Fucking age is a is a bitch. You know what I mean? It is a bitch, so, brother. Uh, but yeah, man. So a good week though. I uh, like I said, it was fun, dude. We got a, the family. It was always fun to see the family, dude. And obviously, when they leave, you know the kids are upset. Wife's, you know, she's upset <clears> and stuff. And yeah. Uh, but it was fun. Just we, we didn't do anything like crazy, but we just sat and bullshit. I was literally up until like 4 a.m. with her brother. Uh, we were talking about religion and fucking uh, <laughs> hydrogen, uh, which is which I don't is know crazy. how those two go together. Well, so we talked hmm. about. So, um, you know, I, I, hydrogen, you know, um, yeah. you know, full disclosure. I'm like, I'm, I have investments in hydrogen, like oh, yeah. in a certain company. And so do they and all like her dad and. Uh, he was actually investing in other hydrogen companies because he feels like it's the way, you know what I mean? Like it's the future. And th- this dude is doing some really incredible shit with hydrogen. Um, it's pretty cool, man. But who story, is? Uh, there's a guy named Don. It's a long story. Uh, it's just, uh, it's uh, my, my wife's family uh, were introduced to him and he, he does like hydrogen stuff. I don't know the full details. I haven't really dived into it, but basically he's creating a self-sufficient hydrogen station. So he's the only person in the world that has it apparently uh that's that's what they say they actually just had a huge convention in houston which we were trying to we were wanting to go to uh but so he's bound to go missing anytime now that's possible <laughs> but yeah, he's, like, he's, he's yeah. discovered this alternative uh form of energy and all of a yeah. sudden he goes missing i don't yeah. know so what they, put it, they put it in vehicles they have it in vehicles and that was what the convention was they have a couple like f-150s or f-350s that have they're demonstrating they put it into this hot rod which was really cool um, but he has a station that basically he claims that he can put this into, you know, a gas station per se, and it will actually create the hydrogen on site. Oh. And so there is no going to fill it up. It actually generates its own hydrogen. So basically you have a fucking supply, if you know what I'm saying. And so there's these, all these little perks. Long story short, we've been invested with that for a while. Um, and it was very cheap. Like we did the whole initial run thing. Um, mm-hmm. There's a sister company, yada, yada. Yeah. He's really into the ideas of other hydrogen companies. So we were talking about mm-hmm. hydrogen and whatnot. Uh, and then it got into like, as drinking was going on longer, you know, we were getting a little more sloppy. And uh, he actually claims that he read this book. And it's actually the book that Jason, my father-in-law, was on the show talking about where the, the, the gal had the two angels come visit oh, her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was kind of that, that different kind of uh, thing. And apparently in that mm-hmm. book, it's called the Blue Book, uh, the angels said that hydrogen was the future. And so that's how it became religion is because is that like verbatim though. Is that what that they was, said? It was, it was in that. Yes, it was, but he's like, 
and that's where I was questioning him because first of all, I'm not, I'm not prescribed to this book. Okay. Per se. Uh, but he was like, you know, I just, I actually like read the book. Uh, and I, I believe this person really did see these things and really did have this encounter. And mm-hmm. in the book, and he's like, dude, it's only like a paragraph, but they were saying like in the future, like hydrogen will be the, the new gas it, or the oil, like hydrogen will take over and, and electric will fall off and uh, hydrogen will become the power source of the world. And yeah. so he, as a person who believes in this, the person, the author in the book was like, I just felt like if they're saying it and like all this other stuff in the book supposedly came true, like I'm going to put my money into hydrogen. And I was just telling him, Maybe like don't put all your eggs in one basket. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's lots of other things. Maybe don't dump everything into hydrogen because who knows? You know, because we know what oil, big oil does. Uh, we oh, know yeah, that there's, there's also out for big up. oil. So well, and I know that like hydrogen. I mean, from my chemistry classes, it's pretty inert, right? It, it can't explode. Is this I, dude? True? I really don't know that much about it, but from my understanding, it's pretty safe. And and Jason, which my father-in-law, he's been keeping up with it. Like uh, I don't have nearly as much money involved as other people do in this mm. but um there it, it is it is definitely there's some really positive things with hydrogen i'll just say that like they seem to be highly efficient uh, a lot less like you know a lot better for the atmosphere a lot better for the earth um and if yeah. they really can produce it that easily like yeah i think there's some positive things for it dude. so just, there's this website right here that says that a bunch of scientists or whatever tried to do experiments and uh they tried to induce hydrogen to explode with yeah. limited success in 61 attempts, only two explosions. Not yeah. Much. So that's, that's what I've learned is that hydrogen is, is used as like an overlay when you're going to cap something off and preserve it for a long time. Mm-hmm. You'll use either nitrogen or hydrogen because those two gases, like when you have uh, like a whole atom, like two hydrogen atoms together. Right. Yeah. It's the most, it's, it's pretty inert, but yeah, it's like H2O, right? Mm-hmm. What's well, close. Yeah. I mean, all right. So it's like, um, you have two hydrogen atoms on the oxygen and it's, it makes this water molecule. That's mm-hmm. pretty, uh, it's stable, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Again, I'm listen, I'm not a scientist, but I mean, it's like, so when I hear updates, like I said, there was an early like sign up for this, which initially I'm, I'm not good with stocks, man. Okay, I'm just being honest. Like, I'm not in the stock market. I don't know a lot about it. When this kind of came around, uh, Jill has a cousin who went really heavy in this, man. Like, he was like, bro, this guy is coming up some great shit. This is, like, crazy cool. I was just like, man, I'm not dumping a bunch of money in something. I I don't even know, like, when the end game is, right? Like, it was, Mm -hmm. so it was like the whole, you know, like, you could get early shares before. He has a sister company that they were getting, they're getting ready to if they, they might have already. And so it was like 10 cents a share, like early, like this was like a year and a half ago. It was like 10 cents a share. So I went, I was like, you know, I'll dump whatever I dumped into it. And everybody did the same. And then recently they said, Hey, you know, we're getting ready to partner up. It'll go public, you know, within the next year. If you guys want to buy out now, we'll buy your shares for a dollar. Right. So I was like, Oh, I can actually make money right now. But then I'm thinking like, you know, well, I what is it going to be in? Yeah, hold yeah. on to it. Like, why do they want to sell it? You know, well, they just get they give you the option, right? The, the all the early people have the option to like buy out before like the big thing because you never know how it's going to shake out. Can you imagine if like so he's making this basically a hydrogen generator? It's there's right? more to it it's, than it's, that, but yeah, well, it's a it generates hydrogen, it makes it. Yeah, can you imagine if you were to develop hydrogen car, but then also put the 
his little device. It's not little. Like, I know, but yeah. I mean, over time, yeah. they could downsize it and they could do things probably. But possibly, I think, I think it's bigger than that. Or you could like even make one downscale it to to run just a single like hydrogen motor, and so you could have it be creating yeah, it, and then also this motor's running off what it creates, and then you just have a never ending supply. I don't, yeah, of, I mean, it could. That would be awesome, right? But mm-hmm. I think more or less, it's like from what I understand, it's more like they could make a gas station, a hydrogen gas station, and in that gas station, like underground or even behind it, would yeah. be like the the generator for it and it would create it on site. Like, I don't know that they can get it. I get you that compact. Yeah. That's well, I, I, I imagine over time you, you would probably be able to, I don't know how that works, especially if you're creating something that's going to be fueling a station, that's creating a lot of shit. Like yeah. that's yeah. a large well, amount. <clears throat> I think that's how the water powered engine works is it, yeah. it, it, uh, what is it called? It, it takes those hydrogens off of the water molecule. And so you have those hydrogen molecules come off of the oxygen and then they join together and form just one single unit of hydrogen. But like, um, I mean, you've looked at so many people that have tried to do this before and it doesn't end up well. Listen, it's been out for decades. (laughs) And so the initial thing was, listen, this thing's been around for a long time. The idea behind it has been around for a long time, but it hasn't been able to happen. Uh, but I will say that like, the government, well, there's that, but like there, there are, there were some things that made it to where like the major companies didn't want to do it yet. Like there, it just wasn't there. I mean, I would argue that electric's not even there yet, but like they're forcing it out yeah. to you. But electric mm-hmm. is, is like, it's so limited to what it could be, but we're seeing this like limited version. And I do think that well, that will, I think it's, it's limited in a lot of ways, but mostly because it's, it's relies on a, electrical grid that already can't sustain itself in most places well it also the batteries and that was one of the big things uh with with bubba my brother-in-law was just like that was his concern he's like there's no way to come up with all these electric vehicles we've heard the same talking point with all the cobalt and everything that's involved like it is impossible to get everybody an electric vehicle it would just destroy the earth and on top of it our waste would be insane right yeah so that was one of the benefits of hydrogen is that it's much much cleaner very efficient like they've done testings with it and it is very efficient can you imagine like if everyone drove those because they're those electric vehicles are fucking heavy very heavy can you imagine like how much we'd have to spend on just maintenance on fucking roadways and shit because of how many twenty thousand pound cars are fucking driving around yeah uh dude i just i looked this up energy.gov Biden-Harris administration announces $7 billion yes. for America's first clean hydrogen hubs, driving clean manufacturing and delivering new economic opportunities. So yeah. they put $7 billion yeah, into they just, this. And that was one of the parts of the conversation is that the government did just put that much money into it. Mm. Also in, um, I want to say Kalama, but I could be wrong. Uh, it could be oh, Chehalis, Centralia. It, one of them, they're actually building a massive hydrogen plant. Mm. Uh, and it's one of you the could use it first to in Washington. produce electricity, I assume too. Probably, yeah. In probably. So the bottom line was: is there is a lot of money coming in from the government for this very thing. And this gentleman, uh, he actually has um, the patents for these things that no one else has. That's where it's like, hey, it was it was so inexpensive in the beginning to get with. Um, it has gone up in value, and, and if it worked out right, it would probably be something that why not just stick this out? Because if I lose, I'm losing. Not very much, folks. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. we're, I didn't put 20,000 bucks into this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, 
Well, why, I don't understand why it wouldn't be just like another kind of vehicle. You know, like we have all these different manufacturers, and yes, they all run off combustion combustion engines. Mm-hmm. But you have the electric car sector. You have why can't why not? Isn't there a the hydrogen, hydrogen would sector? run? From my understanding, like, it would run literally. I could run my. You know, you can run. I know, but there's no reason why car. you couldn't that there couldn't be that kind of car too. There could be. But I, I, I think it's more of like a fuel source. Like like you could do minor things to get your vehicle to run on it right now. Oh, the yeah. vehicle you have. It yeah. wouldn't have to be like, oh, I'm buying a hydrogen vehicle per se. Like it doesn't necessarily there have could to be, be those way. too. Hmm. Though. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean yeah, yeah they're called uh, hydrogen hubs. There's um mm-hmm. several of them. There's one in California, the Gulf Coast. There's the Heartland Hydrogen Hub, which is Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota. Yeah. And then, like Dave was saying, Washington, Oregon, Montana. But there's like Illinois, Indiana, Michigan. They have like mm-hmm. these hydrogen hubs all over the place. Yep. Mm-hmm. It is growing. It is growing. So, but yeah. doesn't that doesn't that worry you that like the Biden admin is all about this? I mean, you got Inslee talking Dude, this stuff up. Let me tell uh, you, Newsom. If you could have heard the conversation, I after we were done, very drunk, I was like, bro. We should have filmed that whole thing because it was actually a very long, depthy conversation. And I did talk about that. Now, yes, I do have concerns with that. However, you know, I think if you would have bought Tesla for 10 cents a share, you would do it a hundred times over because you're making a lot more money right now, like for sure. So I'm not saying it's like there's not some backdoor thing. I, I think oil personally is I don't believe that oil is running out personally. And I think that yeah. long term oil is just too important for it to go away. Um, yeah, but I think I'm going to take advantage of this and I think they'll try to squash it. But I, there was a bigger thing. I had an end game thing where I think that they're trying to. I don't think they have full control over oil. Ultimately, like I feel like there's yeah. a bunch of gangs because he was talking about the, uh, you know, the, all the rich families, the elitist families that run everything. Sure. And I was yep. like, I feel like oil's kind of its own family and they don't have full control over that oil. So they're going to do everything they can to weaken oil so that they can mm. swoop in and grab up Saudi Arabia, grab up the oil and have full control again and sell it for a top dollar. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's Well, I mean, the oil, I think, used to be the Rockefeller family, and then I feel like that kind of fell through, mm-hmm. and now it's all just the Saudi, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the I don't United know the details. Emirates. Yeah, but I, I don't think that the people up that we talk about, the elites that are really running the show, I don't know how much they actually control. And we've seen it with the, with the uh, marijuana industry. Like, they do that, right? They'll, like, purposely destroy the uh, kind of the image of a certain thing in order mm-hmm. to like make sure that wood goes through instead of hemp. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the oh, logging oh, yeah. industry, the hemp. And so there's a piece of me that thinks that oil could be in that same boat right now. Like they can't Dude, really a, control A lot of people it. argue that nuclear was that way. I yes, mean, that's, we talked about people are too. saying, yeah, people say that Chernobyl never really happened. Like that uh, whole thing was made up to kind of fear porn everybody out of yeah. nuclear. Yeah, I, I listen, I definitely think that all that's up. All that's in the air. It's uh, very possible. I think it happened. Whether it happened on purpose or not, that could be. Oh, Chernobyl. Well, debated. no, like the yeah, uh, they're talking about like the uh, the aftermath. Like it's definitely not as um, radiation impacted well, you as they say now. it is. I mean, you could yeah. go there. Which you? Do. I I don't. You know, but it's like that's the thing. Is like, would you would you go there without a hazmat suit on? I don't know. No, I wouldn't seen, test I've that seen shit. Videos of people going there without ha- like going down inside the places and stuff. Oh. too. Yeah, yeah, they have meters and, that yeah. actually show like when it's starting to get toxic and you can leave yeah. that area. Yeah. Well, and you know how like they kind of show you things through movies and TV shows and all that stuff? Like mm-hmm. they kind of explain how these things are unveiled. Mm-hmm. Have you guys watched the new, um, what is it called? It's it's something about monsters. 
but it's it's like has um Kurt Russell in it. God damn, dude. It's it's actually a really good show. Um here. Monster show Kurt Russell. What is this called? And Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Hmm. The first episode. Oh, I have heard of that. It looks really fucking good. Dude, fucking watch it, bro. Is watch it good? It. Yes. What's it on? Yes. I don't remember what it's on. Okay. I'll look uh, it up. Greg, you'll have to send a text with that because I will not remember that name. I'll tell you that. Okay. Right. No, it looks really but, cool. Yeah. So what's cool about it is that you have Kurt Russell's son who plays Kurt Russell mm-hmm. in the past. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they do this scene where like they, they um, transfer or like they, they zoom forward. So they're like, yes, they go from like the, the, the younger son to the old Kurt Russell yeah. and it looks like the same fucking person. Mm. But in the first episode, because it's all about finding monsters. And you got like Godzilla. You got like these freaking ice monsters. You got like these freaking dragon bat things. It's weird, dude. Okay. But I'm, I'm on board though. In the Yeah, right? So in the first one, you have this team of scientist people that are like, you know, they're dressing up in like the hazmat stuff. They're wearing these masks. This is like back in like the 1940s and stuff. Mm. They're going over to like this Russia area. I don't know, but. They're kind of walking through the woods and they encounter this kid who points a gun at him and he's not wearing anything. And he's like speaking in Russian or something. And the one lady there pulls off her mask because she realizes he's not wearing something. So she's going to pull off her mask and everybody's like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? And then she was like talking about blah, blah. And and then the kid goes, oh, that's that was a a fairy tale that the government made up to scare people away from this place. Mm. Hmm. Because there's magic happening there. There's like these monsters that the government doesn't want you to know about. So they don't want people traveling there. Uh, it makes sense. Sounds like Antarctica. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think they do that. <laughs> I absolutely think they. Listen, and also, if you want to like not, if you want to get off of the train of like the government did this on purpose, like let's look at it from another aspect too. You could also say the scientists got it wrong. Like they assumed that like with this toxic spill and all this shit that was going on, that it was going to be a lifetime of you know constant like where it was gonna you know go into the air and you die if you walk through it and like maybe they were just Mm -hmm. fucking wrong dude like maybe maybe the ozone and everything about the earth like it fixes itself faster than we realize it does you know what i'm saying like it kind of healed itself in some ways but don't you find it odd that like right as we're getting into this climate agenda the green agenda right Mm -hmm. yeah you had this series on netflix coming out about chernobyl again just warning you again hey nuclear is not the appropriate answer here or the climate agenda, just letting you know this is what happened. You know, like it reintroducing that idea to make sure that people I don't. Mean, nuclear start. is so good. I, I, in my opinion, what I've read on it, which is not a lot, but I just feel like nuclear is like there's nothing wrong. Yeah, with nuclear. dude. And it's like, Remember, we talked. We had we a, like a whole show on yeah, that we where did. we watched a guy. He did like a TED talks on it, and he was explaining like the amount of waste and the amount of like carbon yeah. that yeah, is produced like the, to the make the uh, fans impact. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but like nuclear is like way low on that stuff. So yeah, I don't know. yeah, dude, it's interesting, man. I listen. I I don't know. I wish I felt better about like putting stuff into stocks, but man, the the, the economy is just not where it's at. Like I just get nervous about that shit, especially right now. Like I would I would love to like feel really comfortable, like because I, I always look back. I'm like, man, think and we everybody talks about, it, but like Netflix, bro, or like just name oh, yeah, it, right? Go, like, can you imagine if you if you're like, you know, I feel like this is gonna be something. Oh yeah, dude, you remember one, dude. Billionaires, there was a, there, dude. I remember there was a point where you could buy into. Remember when Redbox got real big? Yeah, yep. I remember like uh, one showed up in our town, like, and you you had an opportunity to like buy into Redbox for like fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, 
And it was like, but and like then, Netflix and then like was the, the year original after Redbox. that, it, it just went pff, fucking blew up. Oh. Like Netflix was the original Redbox, kind of like yeah. except it was online. But yeah. no one yeah. ever saw that they were going to get their own channel. That's true. And, exactly, yeah. and that's where like they took it to another level, and you're like, whoa, you know, and it just blew the fuck up. Yeah, it turned into like a whole different oh, genre animal. of you know business. But like the, uh, the thing about the hydrogen thing that I wanted to ask you about is if the uh, continuation of big oil is going to scare you away from that because. Trump just said that he would be a dictator on his first day mm-hmm. only. He's like, I'll be a dictator, but for my first, first day only. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to close the border and I'm going to drill baby drill. We're yeah. going to get oil. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know what, when it comes to, I think that's fine. I actually don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. Oil right now is the thing. Like I, there's yeah. no denying it, dude. I think I, listen, I drive gas cars. I'm, I have no desire to get an electric personally. And on top of it, everything we you know have around us is oil based. You know what I'm saying? All the like, yeah. a lot of the clothes we wear, the shoes. I mean, oil's in everything, bro. It's not going away. But my uh, at my, least anytime soon. What started the conversation ultimately was my my father father in law does roofing. Okay, and he was talking about this uh, product. It's been around a long time, but it's not like the most used product. A shingle, mm-hmm. and it's ba- uh, made out of rubber, like used tires. It's very like green. They oh, reuse okay. tires. Uh, and it's very like you can bend it and it pops back in shape. It's it's resistant to like hail. It's a really good. He's like, dude, it is such a good product, right? And not a lot of people okay. use it. Yeah. So his argument was like, hey, it's easy to sell because he goes, you know what? A lot of people don't give a shit about this whole green shit. Like most people don't. Like yeah. they they just don't care. <laughs> like the, But if you can say like, hey, it's the same price as the other product. If I can tell somebody, you know what? This is going to cost you exactly the same, and it is probably going to last you. You know up to two times longer. Okay. Like hypothetically. Um, and you're also kind of, you know, reusing goods. It's better for the environment. Like everybody is willing to do that. Everybody's willing Mm to, uh, be more green if it doesn't cost them anything. Yeah. Like if you just know, if you have two products at the same price and this one says like, Hey man, we actually recycle this shit or we get these cans from recycling. Like, you're more off to do the one that you think is better for the environment. You just don't yeah, want to be forced in, in, to instead, do it. Instead, this one's greener, but it's it's $5,000 more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that's the problem is yeah. everything's more expensive. And also, it's like... It's being shoved down your throat, bro. Yeah, and we don't know yeah. about that shit. When you say like, hey, we take they take tires out of the landfills. They go to yeah. landfills and they actually take the old tires out and reuse those tires. Like, that's easy to like in your brain to understand that. No. Uh, so I'm like, that makes sense. And that goes with hydrogen. Oils will always be there. But if you can sell hydrogen eventually that, you know, what we can produce this very cheaply. Actually, we can produce it in your backyard, basically. Yeah. Uh, this will run your car. It'll run your car longer. It'll be better for your engines and it will keep the environment. And guess what? It's not going to cost you any more than gas would. Easy yeah. sell, bro. Because why does electric well, not, not only work? that, but couldn't couldn't it run the house as well? Eventually. I mean, you, yeah, I mean, if you he, essentially he's making from what i understand he's making a machine that creates made. the hydrogen fuel or and made a machine that creates mm-hmm. a hydrogen fuel at that mm-hmm. point you're creating hydrogen fuel now you just make a, a generator that runs off hydrogen and you're fucking your money yeah i mean the the uh i guess the the most elaborate part would be breaking the hydrogen atom apart would take some significant force and that's it sounds like that's what he's created yes. is something that will explode yeah. that hydrogen apart yeah and then it will just use the freaking energy that that creates dude uh, you know what like here's the deal i, I i'm not very science minded you know what i'm saying i feel I, I didn't go to school for any of this stuff so greg what i'll do is i'll send you at some point i'll have jill because my wife is really into this i'll have her send you some of that stuff over that he's doing and maybe you could look at it uh we could have a conversation a longer conversation about because i think you would understand yeah. maybe some of that 
the terms that are being used that I don't fucking get it. I'm like, oh, I don't know what that means. I don't know breaking shit apart and fucking what you got to. So I'll send it over to you. But I do. The bottom line is, I think this guy's onto something. And with that said, uh, there's there's actually many of the companies, the vehicle manufacturers, Chevy, you know, Ford, whoever it is, uh, that are actually like, hey, we're on board for this shit. Like we're ready to start doing this, like testing this. And so as soon as you can get Ford and Chevy and Dodge or whoever is on this market ready to do it and they're willing to produce it, because uh, mm-hmm. we were talking about a lot of companies are pulling off the electric market right now. I think it was oh, Ford. Yeah. Ford yeah. just pulled. They just said, fuck this. We're not doing it. Yeah, a lot of them just abandoned their Do you hear projects. what happened with that? Uh-uh. So, like, I think, it was, I think it was Ford. I could be wrong. I, 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 I don't hold it to it. One of them, actually, the uh, CEO went on a, t- on a... Jason was telling me about this. He took the vehicle, like, pre-manufacturing, right? Like, they didn't... Manage. He took it across country from, like, you know, California to Michigan or some shit. And uh, he had massive problems with the vehicle over and over. And he just, he just was like, stop. Like, we need to stop this shit. Um, so Ford hits the brakes on a $12 billion in EV spending because EVs are too expensive. Yeah, that was... Well, and then you have GM. GM pulls planned yeah. backing from electric vehicle company. Yep. You yep. have Mercedes-Benz to pull flagship of yep. this EQS SUV EV they, out of the U.S. factory. Whichever one it was, though, the, the, the CEO or one of the bosses took it across country. And, and like I said, it was breaking down. It wasn't getting as much as it was supposed to. And so that's what I was saying earlier, that they're just not there yet. Like, they just don't have, they just don't have it yet. You know, maybe someday that, that's fixed. But yeah, we even saw it with the uh, Hummer, dude. Ford CEO had a, a charging reality check on his electric F-150 Lightning road trip. Yeah. Yeah. And that tells you a lot when you take a vehicle and you're Look like, at that guy. He's like, I had sex in this car. <laughs> yeah. I could smell my jizz right now. And you know, me. that dude would, would have been more than happy to lie and said it was awesome. Uh, but he, he's just like, he was probably going, this is the fucking nightmare. How bad is it when you could probably spend some time to fix it? And you just say, no, <laughs> like, uh, we got to get out of this shit. Cause that's, that's how weak those things are. You I wonder what, what happened. There was was a, it just the power? Like there it didn't accelerate as fast? Well, we saw that with the, uh, the Hummer thing that they came out with. Oh, yeah. The electric, mm-hmm. like there were six, uh, really large accounts on YouTube that have millions of followers and they were test driving it and taking it out. And that fucker, like one of them broke down in the middle of the road and then it locks itself up to where you can't even open the battery compartment because it's, it's off. So they were stuck. They're like, we're gonna have to drag this fucking 25,000 pound vehicle onto a fucking and it was a nightmare. Like the guy's like, I don't know if my tow truck can get this fucking thing up because the wheels wouldn't move. Oh yeah, could not get it out of park, and they were gonna have to drag. Yeah, can you? That's another thing. Like if you have everyone driving these things, can you imagine the tow vehicles you're gonna have to create? Oh yeah. That can even. Well, not only that, but what if they like combust like that one on the freaking highway? You have like how many gallons of water do they have to use to put that thing out? Yeah, they're doing that too, man. And that's what that's what I'm saying. Like I just don't, I just don't. I feel like they're forcing it, and they're not ready for it. You know. Um, and we're, maybe in 10 years, they'll have better, you know, advancement on it. But right now, like, there's no way I'd be spending money on it. No way. Yeah. I would, I well, would they're, they're forcing a lot of things. Yeah, they are. I mean, if you think about like what we've been through for the last five years, like they force a lot of down the, like the, uh, the woke agenda down everybody's throat. And that's why I think everybody is like being filtered towards Trump. You know what I mean? There is that. Yeah. Yeah. And actually uh, some of the articles, um, that I brought, to have just, I don't know if we'll have time for all of them or not at this point, but some of them I had uh, brought were kind of in that realm of, you know, where do, where does the government or like even unions, you know, like those kind of things, like where do they stop? 
from like you being able to get what you want. We've had discussions in the past, and I'll start with the first one here. King Charles, bro. Uh, so he came out and said that they had some uh, some some laws coming through. That's basically year by year. It's going to it's going to basically like add a year to how long you like you could buy cigarettes. Uh, that's ultimately. Oh, what yeah, that's out. right. Yeah. So it's a progressive end to cigarettes. And he's saying anybody that is 14 years old right now, by the time they're old enough to buy cigarettes, they will not be legal anymore. So you will never mm. have another person buy cigarettes. If you're 14 and under there. You will never have the opportunity to buy a cigarette. That's their yep. goal. Now, I'm not for cigarettes. Listen, I, I, I chew. I've chewed in the past. I'm a nicotine guy. You know that whole thing. I don't think cigarettes are good for you at all, bro. No. But, not. like, do you really, like, should we just ban it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like isn't mm-hmm. there, like, a risk that you decide that you're going to take with that? You know what True. I'm saying? Yeah, I, I think uh, Australia is doing the same thing with vaping. Like, they're yes. doing the progressive uh, ban on Mm. vaping the only issue i've ever had with cigarettes and vaping if you want to talk about more modern thing is that i I don't feel like any of those have ever told their consumers how bad it is for them you know what i'm saying like gave them warnings because vaping has come out with the whole popcorn lung thing uh, where people are doing it and it's really fucking people up and i don't think those kids that were taking it or doing it ever knew that that was even a thing to worry about yeah so like yes they need to be transparent about the problems with smoking and the problems with vaping but I also think that like alcohol is just as bad for you in a lot of ways. Like I listen, I love a drink here and there, uh, beer, whatever, cocktails. I know the risk, right? You could you get in a car, you could kill yourself, kill other people, you could have all kinds of diseases from it, from over drinking, you could just die from alcohol poisoning. I get it, but you you take those calculated risks. I just don't think it's right for them, the government, to say you're just not allowed to have it. Because what's next? Like Dude, that's have- that's my argument for all drugs. Yeah. And I know like there's a lot of people that get pushed back on this. They're like, Greg's fucking crazy for this. Yeah. But it's like if you have everything that's legalized and you use your brain like an adult and you say, hey, I should watch what I'm doing here or maybe I shouldn't take this drug because I could get addicted to it. You know what I mean? It's like whose decision is it for somebody to put something in my body or for me to put my something in my body? You know what I mean? Like I hear you. I should have that decision. I think like the seediness of it is what makes it problematic, right? Like cigarettes, you can't just go. I mean, I'm sure there's some, but you can't just go on a kid can't go buy cigarettes at a store, right? Legally. Uh, And so like there's restrictions, there's age limits, there's, you know, that kind of stuff. No, I agree. I I agree. Meth is not the same. No, you know, I I think that you're not going to allow kids to go fucking buy meth. Yeah. But any adult should be able to make their own decisions. Well, I, it's like weed. I don't, I mean, there's an argument to whether that's good for states or bad for states, right? The revenue, like, is, does crime go up when weed is legal in a state? Does it go down? Like, who knows? But like, yeah, I mean, I, to Greg's <laughs> Dude, point. I mean, I listen. Yeah, I, that's skewed though, because uh, you look at the states that have weed legalized yeah. and they have these ridiculous fucking laws, dude. Yeah. Like I Gavin it, Newsom yeah. in, in California, San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, the whole, like, if you steal something like less than a thousand bucks, like we won't charge you for it or you won't get a felony. Yeah. Like, that's just ridiculous. I, I, I'm okay. Like, personally, I've never had an issue with states legalizing weed. I know some people are against it. Some people are totally for it. I've never had an issue for it. Because even when we had legal weed, right? Like, I didn't smoke more weed. I, I've never really been, like, a heavy weed smoker. Yeah. Um, so, it's not like I was, like, finally legal. I'm smoking public all over the place. Like, that didn't <laughs> exactly, happen. Right? And most people don't have that happen, right? It's just the mm-hmm. ones that do feel like they can do it safely and not be in trouble for it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I don't know the statistics behind. Is there more issues with like, uh, you know, gateway drugs? Is there, is there any more issues with crime going up or down? Like, I don't know how you even gauge that. And to Greg's point, 
I think they've skewed a lot of that shit in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, dude. The whole gateway drug thing, though, it's kind of just like, I feel like that's just a made up fucking thing. It's definitely not. I I, I actually, I firmly believe that that's a gateway drug. I I really do. I do. Like it's a level thing. Like I'm going to try marijuana first and then if this is okay, then I'll try the next one. I know, but here's the deal. Like when you... We can we can agree that like marijuana, regardless, uh, like it's benefit. I think there's so many benefits to marijuana, right? Like, honestly, oh, but okay. I do. I think that, but I, I do think that if you're willing to do that, especially when it was illegal, like right, if you're willing to take the risk to do marijuana, right, like mm-hmm. you may be willing to. And I did, right? Like I I I smoked weed, and I was like, that's it's great, it's fine, it's great. Which then when I was like, well, we got e, I I'm gonna try it. You know what I mean? Like, what's okay. what's it gonna hurt? Uh, I've tried coke. You know what I'm saying? Like. I was more willing to do that because I smoked weed and I felt like that was actually a really comfortable thing for me. Was it because yeah. you tried weed or is this like you're willing to try things? I feel like you, you would either, have tried those regardless whether you tried weed or not. Possibly. That's my point. Possibly. But there are people that just won't try anything, right? Like my mom's yeah. never smoked weed or, or she has recently, but she never drank a beer. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So there are people that just are like, I'm not doing anything. I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. But like, okay. Well, then there's people like me who I've smoked weed a yes. shitload, but I was offered Coke maybe three or four times in my life and I've never done it. Dude, listen, I'm not saying, I'm absolutely not saying that like if you smoke weed, you are going to do all the other drugs. I, I'm, I'm not saying that, but I am saying that you are probably more willing to, if you're willing to smoke a lot of weed, you may or may not be willing to do other things. And I've seen, I just, I grew up with my dad who could not quit trying new things. And it always originated from him selling weed and doing shit with weed, right? And then he was like, hey, man, if you're selling weed, you want to try selling this? And he's like, yeah, you know, it, it, whatever. I'm not going to talk about all those details, no. but I'm just saying, like, he was like, yeah, why not? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, okay. I'm just saying, like, it, I, I do feel like there is some things to it. I'm, I'm not saying that even no, 70, I, I hear 70% I hear of just... people that smoke weed will probably never do anything else. I'm just saying, like, the ones that do... I feel like it can, like, it depends on your personality. If you're having an addictive personality, if you're looser, like you don't really care. Well, yeah, but if you have an addictive personality, you should, that's where you should just be more mindful of yourself. Yeah. And like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't, not everything has to be a gateway drug. I mean, it's not because you do Coke or you do meth. You're automatically be like, man, I don't have meth right now. That means I got to do heroin. Yeah, exactly. Right. You're consciously making the decision to do other things. I understand that. I listen, and to be very honest with you, I don't even want to read the comments right now. To be very honest with you, like I don't have a good argument for it. I just like I have what experience that I have with people that I grew up with, my dad's friends and that group of people, and like I, for some reason I just felt like it never ended with just that, like long term. And I'm not saying Greg because I know you smoked a ton of weed, bro. Like when we were younger, <laughs> you were the weed king, man. And like yes, I, I listen, weed king, I, yeah, oh. no, I mean, that's an exaggeration, but I know that you didn't do that. Right. But I also do know that there were people like, you know, uh, we have a couple friends that like smoked a lot of weed and for whatever reason were like, because of they were around other people that was doing this, like they did other shit too. Like they started taking yeah, but the pills. drug they, they were doing before. Didn't make them do the new one. I think it does. I think it, I think it, I think it loosens you up to the option of doing something else. That's that, all it is. It doesn't make you, but that's decision-making going on in your head. But it, that's not the drug. That's not the drug making you. Oh, I, I did this drug. So now I have to do this. Drug. I think it's the easiest to get your hands on. And so I feel like, yes, you're 100% right. Like, you ultimately make the decision. But that's like that with anything. Like, that's not yeah. even an argument. That's You ultimately have the decision exactly. to do it. I'm just saying that when it was illegal, when we were doing weed before, it was illegal, right? When we were in school, 
You, if you got busted by the cops, you were going to get a ticket or get arrested or something, dude. Something was going to happen. Or you just, you know, you have to drive your car home <laughs> when you're blitzed as fuck, and then you have to smash your pipe in front of your parents. Yes, there you go. There Sometimes you go. that happens, too. But the point is, is like, <laughs> if you're willing to take the gamble knowing that it's illegal, then you're more likely to take a gamble on something else that is illegal as well. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying that everybody does that way. I'm just saying if you're that kind of a person and you're willing to smoke weed, like you may or may not be willing to like, well, what's this thing do? You know what I mean? Because so, I hated Coke. When I tried it the one time, I was like, this is stupid. I fucking hate it. E was amazing, but I, I knew that there was like consequences to that. Like I, I actually, somebody that was with us doing mm-hmm. it had serious mental problems because of it, man. Like they were slow. Like that's all I can say. Is so what's so your ultimate position on this? Should, should government bodies ultimately control what, substances uh people endeavor i don't know i'm with greg like uh, to some extent i like arguing with him about it but like i don't think the government should regulate anything like on that kind of aspect well they should i don't think they should say like it's illegal per se but i also understand that like you guys have all seen it greg you can admit this right like when somebody's on meth you're not hearing a lot of people argue that meth uh, has benefits to you you know what i'm saying like it is really just bad it's really really bad it goes, it leads you to no good path. So like, there's a distinction between marijuana and meth. Like I, there's no, oh, yeah, there's that. a big difference. Well, so, like, well, I mean, to uh, combat that, I mean, ADHD patients use meth all the time. I mean, that's what Ritalin, really? I mean, you could uh, put that well, in the same kind of freaking. Is that, is that that's not really meth. Though. Methamphetamine, that's more, that's dude. It's a, a, it's, well, what is, uh, what's the big one that, um, like you know, no, Adderall. Adderall is a methamphetamine. That's meth, bro. Like, people are doing meth. Hmm. It's the same fucking compound going in your bloodstream. I see a comment that says, uh, my dad uh, never smoked weed and said that he would do LSD. And, that, and that's all I'm trying to get at, ultimately, dude, is that, like, when you say weed, you can easily say, like, well, you know what? There's actually new arguments that, like, marijuana does really great things for your body. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it could, it could kill cancer, or that it can, like, it has benefits and perks to, like, pain medicine rather than taking these nasty pain medicines you smoke some weed right lsd like there's more studies recently that shows like that can actually help open your mind and now we know there's trips and shit bad trips but like that could actually open your mind up and make it may have some benefits to you uh, a lot of people think that it's a a mental portal to other universes sure but oh the drano concoction that's made at the fucking trailer park is probably not going to do the same thing <laughs> well that's where you just be a little fucking smart. i know but again mushrooms but if they were all, but if they were all legal, you wouldn't have to go to this fucking boiler in the exactly, park. exactly, yeah. That's the argument for weed too, and that's why I, I yeah. feel a lot safer now, uh, smoking weed from uh, something that I will purchase rather than like some dude in the back alley where I'm just yeah. like getting something. I have no idea what's in this bag, yeah. but I'm going to smoke it. That's a, it's a tough conversation. Like I was fucking stupid. I agree with you. I, it's a tough conversation. But I just don't know. Like I don't know. I feel like it's easy to argue the weed case. When you know that I think it's been uh, kind of misconstrued over the decades of how bad it is for you. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of benefits to you. Now, obviously, you can do it too much and you can you can kind of let it control your life. But like, I don't see anything like uh, crystal meth, bro. Like, I just don't see how that's even beneficial to any degree. Like, it's just like it is literally like a hook that is just going to take you to uh, to hell and back. You know what I mean? And so yeah, I, don't, I don't. What if you have like uh, narcolepsy, you know? And you just take a bump of meth. Oh, I'm wide awake. Hey, hey, Bob. Yes, I'm. Uh, I'm <laughs> yeah. very alert for this meeting. Oh, dude, my grandpa had. You know? Yeah. Oh, it man. was crazy. 
and he could do everything. See, he, he was just doing. needed some meth, dude. He was doing, Wake he, his he ass up. He could do everything he'd do normally yeah. while he was sleeping. Oh, weird. So it's kind of like a. He drove me to school when he was sleeping. What, what's that? What's that's that scary. shit that people take that helps them sleep? Narcan? No, no. Or, oh, that's the way. People oh, melatonin? Uh, no. It's that medication that helps people sleep, but they like they like sleepwalk with it and do all kinds of shit. Oh, like, uh, fucking uh, Ambien. Ambien. Ambien, yeah. Ambien, bro. That's the same shit. Boy. Like, I know some people on Ambien that's cooked entire breakfast. So they had no idea what's going on. They cooked everything in their kitchen. My grandpa. Dude, that's like an antipsychotic medication, isn't it? Ambien? No. It's or for, it like, it's like it's, sleeping. It's a it's, sleeping thing, dude. It helps oh, you sleep. Okay. Uh, and like, it's really, really aggressive. I remember there was times like my grandpa would be sleeping on the couch. And then he'd be have a, have a show on. He'd be sleeping. And then everyone would be like, he's fucking sleeping. I'm not watching this anymore. Yeah. And they'd change the channel and he'd go, oh, hey, I was fucking watching that. And they'd go, oh, yeah, you're watching that? What the fuck just happened? And he'd fucking roll through everything that just happened on the show. Oh, wow. So <laughs> he, he has like a, a I don't know what was out. going. I don't uh, know what yeah. was going on in my grandpa's head. He was like he out could of body. see things when he wasn't seeing things. I get you. <laughs> okay. I get you. So let's end it on this. At the end of the yeah. day, at the end of the day, you have that you, Greg, decide for the future of America. You ban everything that you have banned right now, or do you legalize everything? What's your what's your legalize role? it all, baby? Chris, what do you think? I mean, hey, we're a nation of law and order, right? Yeah. Maintain the law and order, and maintain your fucking responsibility, and like have yeah. morals. Yeah. Like bring yeah. God back into your house and teach your kids not to do drugs. How about that? Okay. Uh, and think- then if they are curious, just say, hey, look, here's an example of somebody who's uh, gone down the ringer and show them the, the, the uh, repercussions right. yeah. of becoming an addict. Like people don't see that. I feel like they don't see the bad part of doing these drugs. Like we feel like we got to hide it all away. Like, oh, my God, I don't want my kids to see this person who's shitting themselves on the side of the street here. Like go up to those people and be like, here, son, this is a person who's on drugs and he's uh, now homeless and, and sitting yeah. in his own filth. I don't know. Okay. Chris? Uh, I think uh, most things should be legal with regulation. Okay. I would say I, I agree with you guys both, uh, but I would actually just say that in order for me to feel good about that, I would want to see uh, like maybe bringing back the mental institutions, maybe bringing back some other shit. Like that has to be in there too because we, you're going to have more people on the streets, in my opinion. I think you'll have more people Dude, on the streets. Dave, have you seen in these, like, blue cities, mm-hmm. they have vending machines with Narcan in them. Oh, for sure, yeah. And yeah. they're, like, they're all sold out now. Yeah. Like, they're just within, like, an hour, 24 hours or something <laughs> yeah. like that. I just right? think that if you legalize it, and maybe, that's a, maybe that is the best path for the American way, you know what I'm saying? I get it, but... I will also say that there will be severe consequences to it. And like, so you could say that, hey, that's, that's the American way, man. We have the freedom to do what we want. Yes. And, Fuck it, and dude. Bring I back the think, Wild West. Well, I also think that you're going to see this. <laughs> I think you're going to see homeless uh, and these people being even crazier. And we don't have anywhere for them now. So I just, I would want to have something set up. But think it, about the drug problem that we have down at the border and like what that issue would solve. Like you have all of these illegal drugs flying in from who knows where coming in under different tunnels. Yeah. Right. The black yeah, market yeah. for drugs is huge. Like you Insane. would solve that by legalizing it and just regulating it. Yeah. But I think that, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. There's arguments to be made that like they'll create something new. That's um, not, you know, in the market yet that people are, are craving. I mean, you'll you see those spurs like fentanyl, which is obviously like, it's not like some drug, but I'm just saying like that became increasingly popular right out of nowhere. It's just like fentanyl is the thing, right? And it's super dangerous. And 
um, that we would we weren't having that discussion uh, five years ago, right? It was like mm-hmm. meth, heroin, yeah, and all these. But other also, things. But, if if things were were legal and ran through like regulation and as as business legal businesses, I don't think you'd have this issue where fentanyl would be fucking be putting in everything, <sighs> and people would just be doing the same drug they normally did, but now they're dying because somebody laced it with fentanyl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think Black market when, shit. When you're talking about lace fentanyl stuff, like yes, but like I, I think people are just taking fentanyl, right? Like, well, that's their are. choice. They yeah, are. but like it, it would go to the same question about like uh, bombs. Like, let's just like, if you guys want to talk about like bombs, yeah, bombs. Oh, B O M B. Okay, okay, a bomb, right? Yeah. Like, should you have the right to make that? Like, right should, to bear arms. That's what if I'm saying. The, if like, the government can have it, we can have it, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of people would argue you know that I mean? you I should could, not have a bomb. I could make a bomb. Like, no one's going to stop me from going I, in the garage and making a bomb right now. I know, but it's illegal. If You'll be on a watch list. <laughs> That's for sure. I know. You're not I going mean, to do that. Don't I mean, Google if, that at home, everybody. I mean, if, yeah. I, if I somehow came across the technology and capability to make a nuclear bomb, that's a different thing. Why? Because... That could destroy a fucking country. But I'm saying, like, there is. I understand that it's drastically different. I'm just making the argument that, like, there are things that we shouldn't, like, you could argue that society shouldn't have, right? Like, there's extreme things that society should not have. And I think the people that argue that it should be illegal are trying to make the case that, like, that's one of those things that, like, society doesn't need it and should not have it Hmm. because it will, like, tear people's lives apart. And it does. I mean, it fucking does. Like, no matter what you guys say. About what, nuclear bombs? No, about drugs. <laughs> I agree. I mean, you're not going to literally make, like, tears man. them apart. I watched Oppenheimer. That, that, that Oppenheimer. That Piccolo, shit wouldn't happen in your garage. Piccolo peat bombs in the, in the uh, garage. Sparkler tearing bombs. Families apart. Sparkler oh, yeah, bombs. With, the den- with the tennis balls. <laughs> It'd be like tearing hands up. You know what I mean? Like you might tear your hand up doing it, but it's a weird dude, question. It's a weird question. Dude, I, I dig that conversation. But before we get out of here, I do want to touch on RFK Jr. Can we? I do. Oh, yes. yes. Can we yeah. watch the video of this? Because yeah. this was like the most awkward thing that I've seen in a long time. You were. So I, yeah, I saw, I ran across this video earlier today and I, I, what's weird about this before we run it is that, and you'll hear what he says, talking about Epstein Island, bro. I mean, that's the root of it all. Um, He claims that uh, he's been very transparent about this and maybe he has, but I have never heard it in my life. I've never heard. Well, so to be clear, it's about Epstein's plane. He said that he's been on Epstein's plane twice and he came out saying that, you know, this is, you know, I've come out about this and all that stuff. But the the strangest and most peculiar part for me the wife. was that his wife mm-hmm. has a history with Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah, and I'm that's, like, that's what? Weird. I told that to Chris and he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, that's that caught me off guard a little bit. Yeah, the whole right? thing did. The whole fucking thing did, actually. Because yes. I'm just like, yes, I, I, thank you for correcting me. It was not to the island, supposedly. Uh, but we've all said this, like, who's on the plane? We're not saying, like, who's on the island. We're talking about who fucking got on that fucking plane and, uh, you know, partook. We saw the logs. So he's one of them. Well, yeah. Admittedly. Yeah. So here's well, what so the, the argument is, is like things can happen on the plane out of the public view, right? Like yeah. it's a private plane. You got things happening on there. There's that um, Quentin Tarantino photo with like a kid foot. Like it's just, oh, yeah. who knows if that's real or not. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying like things can happen on that plane. And it doesn't necessarily have to be legal and it's well, not going to get captured anywhere. And we have made the case before that just because you were on the plane does not necessarily mean that you saw anything like we did, absolutely we did have that case like yeah. the plane was used. It is not a hundred percent admission of guilt for something illegal, but it's also like you should be keeping your eye on this shit. So let's let's go ahead and play this man. Yeah. Is it Jesse Waters, right? Yeah. 
Yep. Never on Jeffrey Epstein's jet, were you? Yeah, I was on Jeffrey Epstein's jet two times. I was on it uh, in 1993, and I was on it in, and I went to Florida with my wife and uh, two children to visit my mom over Easter. Um, my my wife had some kind of relationship with Glenn Maxwell, and. Mm-hmm. They offered us a ride to Palm Beach, so I went there. I, I like how Jesse Waters, as soon as he exactly. said, as soon as he said my wife had something to do like with Jillian Maxwell, he's like, hmm? He's well, like, what? Was that not set? We'll, we'll finish it up in a second here, but was that not like you were- just in a random thing? Like, my wife had some kind of relationship with Jillian Maxwell. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't like, know yeah. what the relationship was. You didn't say like they, they had a business relationship. Exactly. Uh, they actually knew each other previously and had known each other. And that's why we were on the plane. And why are you taking their plane just to Florida to see grandparents? Like, it's a weird. Exactly. Right? Like over like Easter. Like, like it's a, Easter Sunday. You're oh, a fucking Kennedy, my friend. Like you don't you have you have yeah. access to other planes. Come on, dude. That's what I'm saying, Come dude. Come on. OK, let's finish this sucker up. He overexplains, by the way. You know, they offered us a ride to Palm Beach. So I went then, and then on another occasion, I flew again with my family, with I think four of my children and um, and uh, and Mary, my wife, to Rapid City, South Dakota, to go fossil hunting for a weekend. And uh, but other, otherwise, I was I was never on his jet alone. I you know I've been very open about this from the beginning. This was in '93, so it was 30 years ago. It was before anybody knew about Jeffrey Epstein's uh, you know his nefarious issues. And I agree with you that these all of this information should be released. Um, and we we should get real answers on what happened to Jeffrey Epstein and any of the high-level political people that he was uh, involved with, all of that shit. Dude, you, you fossil went, hunting? What fossil the, who hunting. is this guy? <laughs> Crocodile City. Dundee? Uh, We're going to look for some fossils down in South Dakota. You know what's on the Higher. second time he goes, I went with my four kids um, 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 and my yeah, wife. What's um, her name, um, Mary? Um, like, um, Listen, man. First of all, the comments right off the bat, the most honest guy in Washington, uh, one says he's giving too much information, which is a huge red flag, over explaining the situation. Mm, yeah. um, listen, maybe he's yeah, being like, honest, but like you're you're explaining almost in more detail because you have to cover your ass. Well, which yeah. I mean, you kind of do because you're running for office right now and you say this has all been talked about, but. Like we said before the show, we never heard any of the fucking. Greg, have, yeah. you, have, well, you heard, have you heard I mean, this before? So no, but like some some reason that people give all of the detail is they go, oh, the more detail, the more believable the story is, right? They go, oh, okay, so he's adding this much detail. That means he remembers all this thing. So this must be true, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I've never heard this crap. Well, so my thing is, is like it sounds like the kind of because I, you know, I love like the first forty eight. You know, like I love those shows where they're like talking to the criminals and they're like. Where were you Saturday? And he's like, oh, yeah, I was, <laughs> yeah right. so I was at my grandma's house, man. Like, we were just hanging out. And that's what he says. Like, we just took a trip to Florida to visit grandparents. Yeah. Okay. That's, well, okay. that's right. Oh, yeah, you're, uh, you're usually pretty, like, this is what we did and where we went. You don't go, we went here, we took the plane, and then we went a second time to do this, and we went fossil hunting. In 93, and then, I went fossil hunting uh, with their plane. Like, you could, 
you didn't take a normal plane. Like you just didn't like, hey, we're going to go to North Dakota. We're going to go to fucking Michigan. Like just take a fucking jet. And also, like, again, you're a Kennedy. Like, I have a hard time believing they don't have jets, bro. Like, well, so that's the thing, dude, is I feel like they went on his plane because of the relationship with Ghislaine Maxwell and his wife. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's yeah. why they chose that plane. I like how he didn't go into any more detail about that. Like, how, I know. Do, you, how do you not know? He, like, well, to be fair, the clip ended. So we don't know the context of the interview after that. Maybe sure. Waters uh, asked him. Followed up about that. You know, why would you not just, I just feel like, why would you not say that in the beginning? You know, they, they worked in the same company together. They knew each other for years and, uh, yes. Obviously and have we, that yeah. be the foundation yeah. of yeah. why you're on these planes. Yeah. Right. Cause you don't right? have to say anymore. You just be like, Hey man, uh, we had this related, we didn't know what was going on, but they had worked together and, uh, we trusted them at the time and we, we used their plane for multiple, they offered their plane. Like, that's all you have to say. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It gets overly detailed and it's just, and it's weird. It's also like just fossil. I would love, yes. I would get, listen, I'll, I'd love to hear any other, any other in the history, whether it's court or anything in front of Congress that somebody said they went fossil hunting as a reason why they were in a certain location. Because uh, unless it's exactly, Jurassic Park, dude. that's not fucking oh, that, happening. That's why, uh, what's his name? Those kids and he, where he murdered his girlfriend or whatever, what's, what are they called? That guy that was on the run they were looking for forever. I don't remember. Oh, Brian Laundry? Yeah, that's what they were doing too. Fossil hunting? They were fossil hunting. So yeah. is that the new Oh code my god, word? so that's a code word. <laughs> no, they weren't really, but <laughs> God. Okay. Well, so yeah, that's yeah. that that whole thing. When I saw that, I'm like, wow. This guy is in some deep trouble and he's going to have to explain this further down the road. I, listen, I I've told you from the beginning of this thing that like there's something about him. Like I I think he says some really great things. I think he's on par with some of the conversations we've had about like the vaccine, especially other, you know, there's some stuff that I'm like, yeah, he's, he knows what he's talking about and he no. sounds smart, but there has always been something for me that I look at him and I just, there's something about him that I just don't feel right about. I don't know what it is. Mm. I, I just, Dude, it's the Kennedy name, bro. He's no, part it's of not that because like, I club. feel like, no, I don't know. Like JFK to me, like if he was alive today, like I, I think he'd probably, I don't know. I, I'm sure there's more people have dug deeper, but, I don't think JFK was a bad dude, in my opinion. Right? Meg, like, Meg Buchanan in the chat mm-hmm. says, I go fossil hunting every summer. I don't take a pedo's plane to get there. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's, it's a weird. See, like, well, that's in the whole, his defense, like, he said that was before anybody knew what was going right? on. Right? Yeah, well, so though? you know what this means, you guys? We need to dig on Ghislaine Maxwell and his wife. Oh, I thought you were going to say for fossils. I was going to oh. say, like, oh. We need <laughs> yes, to- yes, <laughs> yes. We got to dig up some fossils. <laughs> yeah, digging for fossils on oh, this one. God. I don't, I just don't. I feel like there's more to that story, and uh, I doubt he'll ever go any farther than that. You know Probably. what I'm saying? And why would you? He'd rather lose the race and not say anything than to say something that would incriminate him or his wife. Oh, yeah. Like, well, I sure hope somebody interviews him and asks him about that because he goes on a lot of podcasts. Yeah, he, he goes does. on like some very, you know, just loose podcasts where yeah. they will talk for hours and just be like, hey, so what did you mean about this relationship between your wife and Ghislaine Maxwell? Like what, what is this relationship about? They need to get her because he's a smart man. I don't know if she's smart. I don't know what she does. I don't even know who his wife is, but I'm just either. saying she's that actress. She was on, um, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, she was the wife on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Don't even know. Cheryl. What, what the fuck's her name? <laughs> Regardless, uh, interview her and let her try to explain it. Cause I feel like he's smart enough to like wiggle around it. And oh, yeah. I want to know what, what, what relationship did you like? Why was that so subtly said? They had oh, some kind of business dealing or they have some kind of relationship. This is a Hold weird way now. to what? 
Was this his wife before Cheryl Hines? Because Cheryl Hines is the actress that I'm talking about. Uh, I don't even know who that uh, is, to be honest with you. So it, Mary was always with the Kennedys, is becoming a Kennedy that would happen later in 1993, to be exact. So in 1993, he married uh, Mary. So that's who Ma- Mary Richardson <sighs> Kennedy. Man, there's something about Mary. And there's she died. <laughs> she died? <laughs> Or something. She had serious mental health challenges. I'm looking here. Oh, they filed for divorce in 2010, but according to an affidavit obtained by Newsweek, his marriage by Mary uh, blah, 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 was over long before that. She, so it was the wife that died? I don't know if she died. Uh, let me just be uh, clear here. I thought she did, but... Oh, yes. Ooh. Hold on. What accident did I'm she looking. get into? So she knew Mm. too much, dude. She knew too much. I'm going to look this up here. Mary Richardson Kennedy. I'm going to see if this comes up, if she alive. Why didn't he say my wife at the time? Yeah. Like, why why wouldn't you say that? Like, my wife at the time was what had a relationship with. Yeah, dude, she died. 2012. May 16th, 2012. From what? So, I mean, like, was she, was she off because like what she knew with Ghislaine? I don't know. I'm just reaching right there, but Dango, son. You know, it's like, hey, you're married to a fucking Kennedy. What are you doing? You're getting your hands dirty with this bitch? Like, Mary, we can't, we Mary can't have Kennedy's that. body was dug up and moved away from the family plot. What? It zoomed last week and moved from its original spot among the Kennedy clan. They moved it away from the Kennedys. When was this posted? This was in 2012. See, like 2020, that's so what she scroll died. down real quick, real quick. I know we're going to end here soon, but the body of late Mary Richardson Kennedy, the estranged wife of Robert F. Kennedy Jr., was exhumed last week and moved from its original uh, spot among the Kennedy clan. The coffin contained her remains, was transferred 700 feet away and reburied in an empty part of St. Francis Xavier Cemetery in Centerville, Massachusetts. No marker currently identifies her gravesite. Whoa! See? And dude, Whoa. guess how she died. I mean, guess how she died. Why would you not put a tombstone or something like a head, like some kind of, that's weird. It's disrespectful, right? And guess how she died? Oh. Suicide by hanging. Oh my gosh, dude. So, I mean, what are the odds? We know some people that have kind of gone that way with a shotgun chest. I don't remember all the details real quick. I know we're getting off, but did something in 2012, what was happening to Epstein? Was he on trial or anything in 2012? I want to say yes. Because I, I'm curious if there was something released behind the scenes that indicted her for something and she was... Because I'm, I'm thinking like she suicide 2012, Epstein, like what happened with that situation, dude? Uh, he faced criminal charges in t- 2006. The Biden cabinet nominees meeting with Epstein in 2012 spanned for 90 minutes. Mm. Was, so, was there a trial in 2012? No, that was in 2006. Where it was like Alex Acosta or somebody got him off. 2008, 2009, he was released from jail for the next decade. Multiple women who say they were victims of Epstein. Right here, 2009. So, yeah. In 2009, he was released from jail. That's what I just said. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm on a timeline. But do you think there's a chance that, like, he was released from jail, but he gave up some information or something? Because we had talked about that before. I feel like... Kennedy is one of those guys that can't get a dirty trail on him. 
right? Because he has a lineage. He has that legacy yes. to uphold. And so if you got that dirty trail and something happened between Ghislaine and Mary, then they got to kind of close just, that I had loop. no idea that they exhumed her coffin yeah, and her that's body weird. and moved her 700 feet away from the Kennedys. I know it's not far, but they didn't even put a marker on her. That, to me, says that the Kennedys knew something that she did. Get her did, the fuck away from us. And they don't want her representing that family's name at all. Right? And so, yes. and then when you tie it in with the whole conversation that he's having where my wife had some... Now he's bringing it to the public attention. Ah, like, hey, guys, go dude, dig on this. That's, that doesn't fucking add up. That would make a terrible cake. That's not a good recipe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not a good recipe. It's not a good recipe. Dude, it's a recipe for disaster, that's for sure. Dude, let's uh, let's take this into the next episode. You know what I'm saying? Now, I, I actually am interested in this. Yeah. I really am interested in this because... It, that kind of... He's running for president, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not even saying that he was... If there was anything weird that he was even involved, the fact that she was exhumed and moved, and then he's like, my, my wife was involved with Jillian Maxwell, and he just mentioned that offhand... Right. Oh, and, you think he did it on purpose? Like he uh, wants people to dig on it? Like, hey, go look at this. Uh, he's hiding something, man. Or he's hiding, he's hiding, he's hiding something, something yes. dude. Those fossils are full of some kind of gold. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> gotta go get for some little nugget open. You know uh, what I'm saying? All right, dudes, that was a fun episode, man. I appreciate you guys, and uh, hey, glad to be yeah. back on the uh, running the shows, dude. Yeah. Great. Oh, yeah, cheers everybody. To you. Cheers to you. Cheers, Chris. everybody. Cheers, everybody. Guys, man, love you all. Take care, man. Till the next Later. episode. Bye.